and welcome to Radio TFS, episode number 91. This is Martin Woodward. And this is Greg Duncan. Hey, Greg, how are you, sir? I am good. I am good. Did you get your stickers? I got my stickers. They, they came in the mail. Uh, the sticker meal guys, you like tweeted me and stuff so yes i'm i'm very happy and i'm trying to give them away and everybody in my family looks at me like i'm an idiot so they're an awesome company sticker me aren't they they sign or all every single order has a little signed little thing who did it and they're just very awesome Mm -hmm. i love them they've been really helpful with the the dotnet foundation stuff as well really responsive and things so matter of fact i've got some of those stickers too so oh there we go i'm good yeah i'm not going to stick them anywhere <laughs> but we'll give them away i, I tried to give one brian uh, um brian keller uh, sent us an email um i misspelled donovan's name so he sent me a correction i tried to send him a sticker and he said he's too ocd to use stickers which i can really understand but maybe we'll give him I... the hosts yeah, you know, definitely. Or... Well, well, people who come on the show, for sure. I tried to give away stickers. I I resisted stickers for years and years and years. <laughs> never put them on. Because we used to... Did I tell you this? I've I said this in a show previously. We used to have to... Yeah, uh, yeah you used to have to stick them last over week. the laptop. Yeah, 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 you told us last week. Um, or last anyway. Two weeks. Wow. Oh, We're nice. getting into okay. This is great. Which, well, you know, obviously you're in charge, so that's why. But anyway, we carry on. Have we have to talk about our our episode calendar. You know, we're getting into this cool cadence, and at this rate, if, if we can keep this up, you know, we'll be at show number one hundred on uh, November fifth. Wow, let's do it. Let's scary. try it. But a thread between us and uh, Gordon. You know, we were talking. Maybe we should try to push the one hundredth show out to March seventeenth. No, let's just keep doing shows. We'll be fine. Okay. Well, I was figuring we could do like a developer thing and we can do this is like 90.1, 90.2, and 90.3. So, <laughs> so it's not really, you know, yeah. Oh, well. Okay, we'll, we'll just we, could just, we could just skip show 100 and ship show, one, ship show 100 in March uh, the following year, which is kind of what happened with TFS, <laughs> which we would be the anniversary we would celebrate. So. Hey. And, and who knows if we keep this cadence going anyway, but. Yeah, I was going to say I've been uh, been a busy day this morning. I've been um, we we uh, shipped um, so over at Donet Foundation uh, the day job stuff. We um, the Worldwide Telescope became open source and uh, really? Donet Foundation this morning. Yep. So like open open source or dumped and made source available and we're going to abandon <laughs> it. Source. No, actually, proper open source. It's um, and awesome. not just open source with you know, but it's a mixture of committers, which is really good to see. So there's you know there's uh, people who obviously work for Microsoft, but then there are people who who don't work for Microsoft who are like you know um, actual astronomers and things like that. So uh, yeah, this is good. I'm very I'm very excited. So um, in Jonathan Fay and, and Doug Roberts and Carl Fogan have been working very hard behind the scenes getting everything ready. And um, yeah, it's, it's good to see. It's a program I've loved for a long time, and it's nice to actually be involved with it. For, it's, it's a great experience. Cool. So and what is your what is the .NET Foundation's role with that? Just cat herder kind of. Yeah, just, you know, facilitator. If you go to .NET okay. Foundation Whack About, there you go, I put, I put up a page um, just last week just to explain what the foundation actually does because I was bored of answering the question. So I was like, go to the .NET <laughs> Foundation Whack About. Yeah, it's, you know, facilitating a bunch of stuff and getting things set up and doing things, you know. And it was like last night I was busy getting a, a forum set up for them and things like that. So, you know, just being a, being a facilitator of open source and making sure that... Um, making sure that people are doing it right. And it, it, it's great to see so many teams coming forward actually wanting to do, you know, wanting to do open source right, wanting to engage with the community. And uh, and, and that's why it's part of the .NET Foundation. 
position is because it's you know they kind of wanted it in this in this separate place an independent place so it can grow and they can have people from universities and things engaged and build a big active they've, they've already got a good community around worldwide telescope because um you oh. know it's quite extensible and they have lots of people in planetariums that use it lots of people that do video walkthroughs that use it in academia and things um and what they're trying to do is get that community to not just help with those kind of stuff but also get them you know see if they want to actually help and build the application and and and, and add features so it's, it's looking good nice nice and is there more well i guess if they're in the pipeline but there are more things coming from the dotnet foundation oh no we're, we're packed up weeks we're and months we're, we're you're done okay yeah. you're full Okay. <laughs> no, I think there will be there's, there's plenty more in the pipeline. Yeah, it's quite good. So um and um yeah, it's a you know, it's a fabulously exciting time to be working here. I'll say that. It just gets better and better. So um yeah, we we're, we're recruiting careers.microsoft.com if you're interested. But uh, no, it's really it's it's good. We just need we just need Windows 10 to land well, I think. So as as a Microsoft insider, you know, there was news it did are you hearing anything about the whole Maps, Uber, and AOL being ad things? Is that even something that you would hear about? Or uh, nope, no. Nope. Okay. Well, I guess that's good. <laughs> if anyone starts talking about acquisitions, you're not going to get anybody to say anything. So uh, yeah, <laughs> I know nothing, and that's not even a lie. So there we go. Cool. Well, other news today. We've had. I, if if I start breaking up during the show, guys, it's the fact that I've got two different computers here downloading the latest Windows 10 build released today. The third build released this week, which is pretty scary. Uh, you know, talk about daily builds. It's like the faster, faster, the ludicrous speed ring. Well, that's what that's what happens when we're getting close to release, you know. Yeah, and I'm actually really. It, you can really start seeing it come together. I've been on the Windows 10 Insider stuff since day one, installing it on hardware and, and playing with it. And, and the um, polish is really starting to come forward. You can really see it. And there's some really like nice things. Just yesterday on the previous build, you know, I was using a local account and a second account. Uh, uh, and I, I was having weird problems with it. So I deleted the second account, went to my local account, and I hooked that up to Microsoft. Previous builds, it would create a new profile with that one, leaving the other local account alone. Well, now in that build, uh, 159, it just converted the existing local account to a connected uh, Microsoft account, which I thought was kind of really neat. And it just, just worked. I'm like, wow. Hey, Greg, how's your, um, how's your experience with Jira going? Now you've been using it for a week. <sighs> yeah, there's good and bad things. And I think the problem is our implementation, as with like almost anything, you know, uh, right now I kind of hate it. There is, <laughs> yeah, really. Um, our In what way? Is it just annoying you, or have you, have you set it up wrong? You need to rebuild, it, or what's what's happened? It's we're still using it on demo hardware. Our release date, our production release date, got pushed back, so we're still using it using the J SQL backend or something. So it's kind of slow as dirt. Uh, the way our project was created, we've only got tasks. That, that's the only – they're called issues in Jira, yeah. not work items. Uh, that's the only issue type that's in our project is task. I'm like, oh, this doesn't make any sense. So I pushed back on our administrator, and our administrator told me that that's all you can get. I'm like, no, it's not. I'm walking, looking at the plural site course right now. So, But in some cases, it's actually really nice – but it's nothing more than what we could have done in TFS. We're not doing anything with it. 
that couldn't be done. You know, the web interface, you know, dragging uh, tasks from client to client to client or to column to column to column, uh, you know, creating a, a release, bundling those things into release. So uh, I, I don't really see yeah. the benefit. Yeah, you haven't had an epiphany or anything yet then? No, not really. I think the, the, the coolest thing about it, though, that I, we don't see yet in TFS is that cross-project, uh, you know, um, membership and, and, and uh, boards and tasks. And, you know, so in, you don't have that, you don't have that um, team project collection silo. Mm. And, you know, so... And can you link between projects very easily on the same server as well? Then? Yeah, yeah, you okay. can. You know, okay. you can be easily a member in multiple projects and different roles in different projects. And you can do all that uh, within TFS, so can't you? Just using AD groups, but is it easier to administer? It's easier to administer because you're doing it right there in, in Jira. Right. Okay. Huh. Cool. Cool. Well, well, well we uh, you know, talk about that a lot. Because people well, yeah, no, I, I, think, I think people are interested, to be honest. But, you know, I think the <laughs> listeners are interested anyway. So, um, yeah, we, well, we've just, as well as, obviously, sorry, back, back to work, really, I guess. The um, uh, Soma announced that we're at the date that we're shipping Visual Studio 2015. So We have on. an official date. We have an official date. Is this new? Did we do this before? I don't think we used to do this, did we? We didn't used to make them public. I can't remember. <sighs> Uh, there was announcement dates. I, you know, it's it's been a couple of years. I, I can't. Yeah. Remember. But I know that anyway. they're going to do the release event, the final release event. It's going to happen July twentieth, uh, and it's not just Visual Studio twenty fifteen. It's Team Foundation Server twenty fifteen dot net framework four six. All is officially out nine days before Windows ten ships. So you got time Which to is... download your bits before the pipes get blocked. People downloading Windows ten. <laughs> Which is actually a nice, you know, that kind of synchronization, but but between Visual Studio and Windows 10 is is very important. You know, I don't know. Did 2013, 20, uh, there was a delay. I think no, we, for... no, we did. We did. We shipped them at the same time. But the um the thing that I think this is some of the like you know gradually the amount of sort of transparency is increasing. Mm-hmm. It always used to be. That we would really, we, it always used to be that we would ship them the same time as like the operating system release, same day and date kind of thing. Because um, often, as well, the operating system, the Visual Studio contains like SDKs for a version of the operate for the next version of the operating system. Right. Because Win- Windows is being pushed out so frequently, it's kind of you know that that size is not a big secret anymore. I think. And then it, Visual Studio always used to get pushed out to the 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 CDNs. Um, uh, before ahead of Windows because Windows is so big that um, and has so many different packages that you, you you actually needed to get in the queue ahead of them otherwise the pipes would be blocked for days processing <laughs> Windows. I, I'm serious. So um so you always used to get out ahead of Windows and be ready and then switch it on kind of thing when Windows got switched on. So um so yeah so I'm I think it's great we're shipping a few days before I think it makes it makes developers lives a lot easier anyway so it's great news. Yeah but speaking of SDKs you know you have to kind of be careful because it, Visual Studio 2015 is coming out before Windows. The final SDK, Windows 10 SDK, uh, and the Visual Studio Universal Application Development Tools will not be available until July 29th. Ha, there you go. So, yeah, you can get the bits, and if you install the RTM Visual Studio 2015, it'll uninstall the Universal Window App package. Uh, So that's the important thing is, is if you're actively working on a Universal Windows program, uh, you're going to want to wait. Basically, just wait until like the 29th to install 
the, the RTA. Uh, and then it's rebuild it and then shoot to the store. Yeah. Yep, yep. And we'll have a post cool. uh, in, the, in the show notes that talks about that. Cool. So what um, else was released? Well, yeah, I mean, you know, we're releasing Visual Studio 2015, but hey, Team Explorer everywhere, my old team has, has released already. You can't hold those guys down. I, it's <laughs> glad to see they're not missing me at all, and they're just <laughs> they're shipping early now. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Never mind. So that this release, um, it's mostly uh, compatibility with things like, you know, Build vNext is, is one feature, and then... Um, uh, what are some other stuff? The, the support um, for the new, you know, like work out macros, like at today and things like that. There's right. a new one in um, 2015 called at current iteration. Uh, so you can so you can have a query that is, you know, show me show me all the work for at current iteration, and then you don't have to keep editing those queries every time you update the iteration, which is great. Finally, you know, um, so they've added support for that. Um, they've added um, team project rename support as well. There's quite a lot of client side work needs to happen for team project rename, so um, they've added support for that. And there's been a bunch of, you know, because now I'm no longer associated with the team, they've been going in fixing a bunch of performance and fixing bugs, so it's good. <laughs> and they've also, um, they're using AI, this probably isn't like, nobody cares about this, but they're using AI for um, telemetry, because. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, in fact, I'm going to jump ahead in the in the running order. Um, yeah, they they're they're using Application Insights actually in Team Explorer everywhere, and they've just um, the Application Insights guys have just actually announced um, that they are that they've shipped uh, V1 of um, the Windows SDK. So you know, SDK for the Windows apps and for uh, like uh, web apps and for Java apps as well. So they're, they're all 1.0 versions. And mm-hmm. then there's a bunch of other SDKs, like they have iOS SDKs and Android SDKs and all sorts of things as well. Um, so they're, they're all at different release stages, but they've got a 1.0 release of, of the major ones. And those are all available. You can download them and do the binary versions, or you can actually go get the source code from GitHub as well. Nice, nice. And that's for TFS 2010, 2012, 2013, 2015, and Visual Studio Online in Team Explorer. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It just works with everything that you've got, basically. Jeez. So just just go install the latest version, and then it's also it supports the latest versions of Eclipse. See what they always do is wait for again. They what 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 we what we <laughs> used to do back in my day was um, we would wait for uh, so. Um, there's a big release of Eclipse every year around this time, um, and it was mm-hmm. Mars this time. So um, um, they, they were waiting for. Uh, I'm guessing. I actually don't know, but I'm guessing they would be re- re- waiting for the final build of Eclipse to ship, and then once they go, oh yeah, yep, it's all good. Test it. Yep, all working right. Let's ship our thing. So, yep, all good. Another download that you know they push this out every so often and this is just one of those links it's nice to have because i always end up looking for it and and and, you know googling it with bing and and hunting it down it's the tfs install and administration guides now this is still for 2012 uh, and 2013 including 2013 update 4 but if you're looking for these chums uh, and, you, and you needed the administration guide, we'll have the links in the show notes. So. Brilliant. Thankfully, uh, less essential reading than they used to be. It used to be you couldn't even get an instance of TFS <laughs> up off the ground. Now, now it's a bit easier. But uh, yeah, it yeah, all good. Hey, we're about, we're about that time of the show, Greg. Should I do the sponsor shout-out? Sure. So uh, 
episode 91 of Radio TFS brought to you by SAS Made Easy, a leader in hosted TFS, dedicated virtual servers and TFS ALM consulting. You can reach them at www.sasmadeeasy.com or email sales at sasmadeeasy.com. That's S-A-A-S-M-A-D-E-E-A-S-Y.com. And that reminds me, actually, I had an invoice through from them to pay for my uh, the server that runs Woodward Web and things like that. So uh, sorry, Paul, <laughs> if you're listening, I'll get that paid. My, my credit card that I had on file was out of date, so I need to update it. <laughs> Speaking of Paul, mm. speaking of Paul, didn't I see that he got renewed? He did as a as an MVP. So congratulations to you, Paul, and to all the other renewed and new MVPs out there. Yeah, there we go. And uh, congratulations to Paul on getting the next level of his tattoo sorted out as well. I've been following that on Twitter. Quite frightening the amount of tattooing going on on Paul's arm. So there we go. <laughs> I, I I don't I, I keep thinking about a tattoo, and that's as far as I go. Well, yeah, he, he never had one, and then, you know, now he's got, he's, he's now he's got to a certain age, and he survived his health problems and things. He's, uh, he's going for it. He's continuously delivering on his tattoo. <laughs> nice. So, we've been talking about Sonar Cube quite a bit. So, I, immediately, of course, after we finished the last show, like two different posts come across my feeds uh, about Sonar Cube, so, which you just had to grab. I have not yet installed it. I have not yet played with it. Um, but at work, you know, I've been talking about how we've, uh, uh, we're going to be going agile, and I keep talking about what's done, done. And, you know, one of the things that you have to avoid is that technical debt. Because that can get really hairy for new agile teams because they, they're sprinting and they're adding all these new features, new features, new features, and they're not defining what done is. And done, you know, starts out to be just the code <laughs> compiles, so we're done. And then it's like, oh, okay, you know, we've got QA and we're done. And then done, done, done is, you know, <sighs> code, QA, documentation. But it's easy to fall into that technical debt hole. So that's why I keep looking at Sonar Cube and, and, and am interested in it. So Graham Smith released a, a new post. Actually, it's a couple weeks old now. But the continuous delivery with TFS track technical debt with Sonar Cube. He talks a little bit about Sonar Cube, but more importantly, he shows you how to install it. Just here, here are all the different things. Click here, click here, download this, do this, do this, do this, and it, it's it <laughs> reminds me of early TFS. It's kind of like you have to do all of these things and you have to copy this and you have to do manual that. It's not a click, click, click kind of install, which you're getting it for free. So, you know, it's a pretty good deal. If you're interested in Sonar Cube and interested in installing it, uh, you have to check out Graham's post. Uh, that was always one of the things that confused me about TFS when I first got involved because I came from the Java world, which is obviously where Sonar Cube comes from. <laughs> And um, that, that was just like how you installed stuff was by people <laughs> manual processes. And I was like, what? You want like a wizard for a TFS installation? What's going on? You know, because <laughs> damn so, Windows users. Yeah, exactly. But um, speaking of the Java world and Maven uh, and SonarCube, there we go. This is almost Donovan Brown again um, did a great uh, blog post on actually using the Build V Next stuff to um, to fire up Maven, and and it's very common in Java workflows to have Maven as a build sort of system and have that actually running a SonarCube build as, and have this all as part of uh, Build V Next and getting the results out and getting them as part of the build report. So. Yep, it's, uh, if you want to know how to do that for the Java teams as well, it's shockingly easy with with Build V Next. Once you've got SonarCube set up. Well, no, I well, yeah, I mean, actually, no, it's <laughs> fairly easy because because um, because yeah, the way Maven packages things, it makes it a lot easier because Maven's like a plugin based model, so okay. it's 
it almost brings it down like almost like in a you know the equivalent of a nuget but if it knows that it needs it it'll go pull it down so the, the first time you run a maven build you better make sure you're connected to the internet because it basically downloads the entire internet onto your hard drive and and uh, and brings all its dependencies but uh but after that it's really fast so um but yeah no build v next is, is definitely very good and, and maybe you should consider switching to it greg oh, yeah no i what i want to do though is I want to start selling people, my coworkers, on 2015 and Vnext builds and, and why they are exciting. Um, and to help me with that, Colin has written a great post. Why should you switch to build Vnext? You, know, you guys, we are we talk about build Vnext all the time. You know, um, have you not looked at it yet? If you've not um, dug into it, if you've kind of been ignoring us, if you've been waiting it to be finished, which is kind of what I've been doing, you know, I've been watching it from the side, waiting for the bits to finish. Well, you know, as you saw, we're only weeks away from RTM, so now's the time to really start building up that that arsenal of whys. It's a great, simple 18 points of why build VNext is going to be the awesome. Cool. Well, and if you want to learn more about uh, Build Me Next, Chuck actually, uh, Charles Sterling, blogged about a, um, a new hands-on lab on implementing continuous delivery with Build Me Next and release management. So the full gamut of stuff end-to-end. Uh, -end. So um, we'll put a link in the show notes, but it's dev HOL208, which is, uh, yeah, uh, um, it give, goes into a bunch more information and shows you how to do it and, and so on and so forth. So it's a great way to learn more and figure out how it all works. That's like a monstrous post. Oh, I know, I know, it's huge, but yeah, no, it's it just it gets to the end. It's the full end to end, how to do it in the full hands on lab, basically, as a blog post. And finally, speaking of more V, v next stuff, Reese, Reese, Reese Yara. There we go. I don't okay, know how we, we say him. We say him like every other week. To talk about uh, yeah, and I butcher it every time. Go. Exactly. Right. Carry on. Has got a, a thing. No, thank you. Uh, a new post managing artifacts with TFS build v next. Um, and, you know, and he defines you know, what is an artifact. Uh, an artifact is you know that build that stuff that comes out of the build that you really want. You know, it's not the, it's not the other stuff. It's the important things. And the fact that there is actually a task already there. Publish build artifacts. It's already part part and parcel of build v next and he talks about how to use it uh, what to do with it how to deal with multiple artifacts uh, and this is great if you've ever dealt with this if you've created the custom tasks if if you uh, like i've done that back in the day uh, with ms build one we were you know zipping these things up and moving them around and it was kind of a pain in the butt uh, he'll show you kind of it's really easy it probably takes you less time to do it than it will to read the post so another reason to start looking at build v next cool. um have you played with octopus deploy much speaking of continuous deployment have you played with it it's been one of these technologies i'm sort of looking at and see if i'm interested in it seems very it seems hot right now yeah well will i lose my podcast tfs cred if i say no oh, no no not at all what version of tfs okay. are you on greg <laughs> <laughs> Update four, 2013. Oh, well, there you go. This is better than it used to be. No, I'm. It's, <laughs> I haven't played with it much either, actually. But it's it's. Um, everyone I know who's had a play of it, it's been very, you know, very impressed with how it works. And it seems nice and simple, and you know, um, and it integrates well with um, TFS. And in fact, um, you know, the Australian New Zealand MVPs are publishing a bunch of Channel Nine content at the minute, which is awesome. And there's a there's a great. Um, 
session uh i've been posted up on channel nine just you know showing people how to do continuous deployment with tfs and octopus deploy uh, published by damien damien brady so i thought i would uh give that a go it's a nice short one it's only five minutes long so uh yeah worth watching i think and getting, giving you giving you a quick overview so you can you can bluff your way through when when somebody asks you this question again you can go oh yes i know all about that <laughs> <laughs> and this works with 2013 which is pretty cool oh, yeah. and visual studio yeah. online so yep yep we can start using this today. What, yeah. what I really, what I really like, the the, the th- threads that I'm seeing and everything else is the continued push on the DevOps stuff with release management and 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 things like this. You know, building it and and you know creating the code, editing the code, checking in the code. You know, it's just half. It's not even the hardest part of, of the full cycle of development and, and seeing the Visual Studio team and, and all these other products getting integrated and coming together. You know, it's really making that DevOps story so much better and, and so much easier for me to sell. Mm-hmm. Did you see that um, thing on commitstrip.com, the, the comic strip about, you know, talking about <laughs> continuous deployment and automating everything? <laughs> Yeah, talking about Maven and you know, yeah, sort yeah, of, and like, uh, yeah we'll have to we'll put this. Near the cucumber, but yeah, yeah, put a link to that in the show notes. That was quite. Uh, yeah, I had a good laugh on that one. The only, thing, yeah, the only thing you're not automating is actually shipping stuff that works. You know, but, uh, <laughs> well, it compiles, right? So that means yeah, it's good. Yeah. That, that's it. Yeah, exactly. Cool. So, friend of the show, Gordon. Hey, did a nice post again a couple of weeks ago. Uh, we should have a new drinking game instead of like mentioning the Rangers every time we mention Gordon, <laughs> Gordon, Angela, or the Rangers. There we go. But he's showing. You know, we've talked about the VSO extensions before, um, and that it's extensible. He's got a hello world for VSO extensions, and it's actually really kind of painful. Not the coding of it, but uh, like half of the post is just getting set up to write the extension. Uh, if you were trying to come at this, you know, fresh, uh, you know, it would, he's done all of that work for you, or at least all of that documentation work for you. And then he goes into talking about how do you do it? How do you test it? How do you create it? How do you deploy it? Uh, you know, it's, it looks actually pretty simple. And if you're looking and thinking about doing a VSO extension, uh, you have to check out his post. And another thing is that from Josh, Josh Garvick, Garvick. Garverick. Or Garverick. I don't know. Yeah, anyway, Josh. By the way, listeners out there, our radio TFS at Outlook.com is working again. Um, If you have a good resource to help idiots who can't pronounce people's names, uh, send it to me. Or send it to us, radio TFS at Outlook.com. I I would really appreciate it because I hate butchering people's names. Uh, It's pronouncednames.com, by the way. Is it? Pronounced names, yeah, but uh, yeah, it's Garverick is how we pronounce it. So there we go. Of course, I can't spell pronounce, but I'll put a link in the show notes. How about that? Okay, but it's an an American site, so I don't know how it's going to get on with. uh... (laughs) But anyway, what Josh has done is he's taken all of that pain that um, Gordon went through and created a Visual Studio Online extension project template. So you can download this template and install it, and you can start coding like ah. right away. You don't have to do all of that setup. So, That's again, amazing. another, yeah, another must-have extension. Golf clap uh, to template. Josh. Let's listen, listen to a nice polite golf clap, everybody in the car. There you go. Well done, Josh. That's good. <laughs> 
So is there any any Rangers news or anything happening at Channel 9? No Rangers news that I saw anyway, but... Well, hey, half the people we've mentioned are Rangers, aren't they? So anyway, but carry on. That's true. Um, Channel 9 has soft-launched a new hub. Now, you you know there's only a few hubs like the Coding for Fun, so Windows, Windows Phone, Azure Hub, and that's it. Those are the four hubs before this week. Now there's a new Visual Studio Hub, and this place is going to explode in the coming weeks for video content, um, information, all, all that good stuff that is Visual Studio is going to have its own special place here on Channel 9. So oh, that's, I thought that was really pretty cool. And I happened to just catch it in, 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 a, in a feed, very soft launch. But I did get permission to, to announce uh, or to sh- share it, to promote it. Cool. But, uh, so that's just channel9.msdn.com, WAC Visual Studio. Yep. Very well, that easy. That makes it a lot easier. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I can remember that one. <laughs> well, my friend. That's the end of the show. show. Yeah, exactly. So as, as Greg said, if you do have any questions or feedback, then do um, email us at radiotfs at outlook.com. We'd be more than happy to, to get those, and we can actually read them out now. So that's good news. So thanks for fixing that, Greg. And um, we're, uh, hopefully next show, we'll, we're hoping to get Angela Dugan on the line. So uh, Woo! Good. I, I'll be off on Finally. vacation. Mm-hmm. Finally get her on. We've only yeah, well, we'll see. You know, she's a busy lady. What can I say? <laughs> So there was, speaking of commenters, I, I want to, Rod yep. Falinga, Falinga. You're not using pronouncednames.com, are you? Just copy-paste it. Oh, okay, here. Anyway, Rod. Does, does it do audio? It does, but you can you can edit the ty- old man typing at a keyboard out of the podcast. Falanga. There you go. Rod Falanga. Uh, thank you for your your. Uh, Short, quick email. Uh, we, we actually really appreciate you guys um, watching and, and reaching out to us. Um, Rahul Not again, you had a good conversation with uh, Martin, uh, another person reaching out. So I, I really appreciate you guys uh, reaching out to us. It, it means a lot. Yeah, it's uh, you know we don't read them all out, but we we do we do respond to them and we have some good conversations uh, on on the emails and things. So yeah, get in touch. Okay. okay, well, there we go. I, I think that's a show. That is a show. So we'll, uh, it, we'll speak to you next time on Radio TFS. Bye.